Welcome to the Mobile DJ Business Podcast with Rob Peters. It's about bringing in guests and sharing experiences and information to help you create a better DJ business for you, your clients, and your community. And now, here's your host, the only podcast host that has a degree in nuclear physics, Rob Peters. Well, happy Peters. Thanksgiving, everybody, and welcome to this week's show. So glad you chose to download and listen. My guest this week is Adam Hirschhorn from New Jersey. We're going to be talking about the changing landscape of bar and bot mitzvahs, as well as some out-of-the-box thinking and some ideas you can use to make more money in 2020. So stay tuned for that interview. I promise you, you're going to learn something. But we're getting into the holiday season now. Thanksgiving's just a couple of days away. And I don't know about your market, but up here in the Boston area, we've got a couple of radio stations that have flipped the switch, if you will, and they're playing Christmas music 24-7. I tend to revert to my old school roots on how I feel about that. Because you see, my old school roots were you don't pull your Christmas music out in the radio world until the day after Thanksgiving. I just feel that that's a better opportunity to do it. It's almost like Thanksgiving gets a bad rap because Christmas music now, in some cases, if you have XM or Sirius, has been playing since mid-October. What do you think? Stop by our Facebook page. Do me a favor. Take the poll. Do you think Christmas music should be played before Thanksgiving or should be held till the day after? Give us your vote. I'd love to know how you feel about that. It's also that time of year for the Black Friday sales. and. I'm running a few, RPE's running a few, and it's p- partly because of the fact that we did two bridal shows this month. So instead of doing different show specials for each show, we decided to just do everything as a staple Black Friday kind of deal, and it's actually been working for us. I don't know if it's the offers we put out there or what, but we've booked one DJ off of our DJ Black Friday special, but we've done about five or six different photo booth bookings from our photo booth specials. We have two of them running right now and they're going to run through Cyber Monday. So I'll let you know next week how it all wraps up, but I'm pretty excited about the results. I haven't had this kind of results before, so I don't know if it's the way I did it or the fact that I bought Facebook ads or whatever, but I'm pretty excited about the results so far. It'll be interesting to see how it all wraps up. My commentary about what I'm about to talk about has no bearing whatsoever on the fact that I did not win the Not Best of Weddings Award 2020. I'm actually kind of relieved I didn't win it, and I'm not going to bash anybody who did. If you won, congratulations. I think it's great. But I feel like there needs to be more to this contest. I think that the Not and Wedding Wire, now that they're owned by the same company and they're basically doing the same thing, I think it's great when you can get a certain number of reviews on your listing on these pages, but I think there needs to be a little bit more to legitimize the fact that you are the best of weddings by these organizations. Maybe a panel to take a look at video from one of your performances. Maybe it's a testimonial from actually somebody in the industry. But something to add more to than just the rat race of trying to get four or six or I don't even know how many it is, 10 reviews a year. I think it's great when you can get them, and I think it definitely does help you sell yourself. And again, no bitterness here. I, I My business is actually up without winning. Go figure. But uh, congratulations if you won, and uh, I hope they're not listening, and maybe they 
think about adding something to add a little bit more legitimacy to this whole thing because I think it's needed. I think it can be very easily manipulated if I call four, six, or 10 of my friends and say, listen, go on the knot and tell them I kicked butt at your wedding. Just saying. I'm not trying to put it down. I just feel like it's given out way too generously. And I think that in the relative scheme of things, if we're trying to help people find the right vendors for their wedding, you need to have a little bit more than just a red circle that says, I got 10 reviews in a year. That's my opinion, folks. Feel free to post on the Facebook page in the comments about this particular podcast, how you feel about it. I'm always open to debate. Anyway, Adam Hirshhorn up next. Thanks for letting me rant a little bit, everybody. You're listening to the Mobile DJ Business Podcast. Hey, everybody, it's Rob Peters. And if you know me, you know that I have been doing bubble parties for about 14 years right now. And Mike Weeder's joining me from New Jersey. And Mike started two years ago, right, Mike? Correct. And since that time, I have watched you take what I've taught you as a bubble parties provider and take it to another level. Tell us about the success you've been having. When I met you in uh, Las Vegas last year and you spoke to me about bubble parties, I was very skeptical. As a DJ, I've been doing this, I'm going into my 38th year, and I had no interest in dealing with preschools and children from two and a half to eight. After speaking with you and sitting through your seminar and talking to Raymar, I decided to give it a shot. Last year, our first year, we did 20 bubble parties. This year, uh, we were able to jump up to over 80 as of now. Get our free special report today where you can learn more about how this can be a great part of your DJ business. Go to bubbleparties.com, select the Become a Provider page, and get our free special report today. Hey, everybody. As you know, RPE, we do a lot of bar nights. And you know, I use speed quizzing smartphone trivia from my bar trivia nights because it is the future of bar trivia that features a friendly app that your customers are going to download. You play the hosted game and they get to submit their answers electronically. Not only have I used it for my bar nights, but I've found ways to incorporate it into other events I do, including corporate events and holiday parties. Speed quizzing events are great because there are no pens, no paper, and no cheating. Find out more about speed quizzing today at speedquizzing.com. Adam, you're on the line. Welcome to the show, man. Hey, Rob. How are you? How's everything? You got to listen to that whole thing, man. That's pretty cool. That I, I, I hope that was memorized and you're not reading off of a paper, you know? Believe it or not, that was off the top of my head. Wow. All of it, man. Look at that. But you know what? We have a lot of fun here on the show. And, you know, you and I got reacquainted at DJ Times over the summer. You and Jordan Marshall did an awesome presentation, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's to another uh, level. And that's why I wanted to have you on today is I wanted to talk a little bit about the changing landscape of mitzvahs. I do some, I don't do a whole heck of a lot, but I know there's a lot of people in our audience that do. So let's talk about it a little bit. Uh, first of all, give us a little background, where you're from, your company, how many events you do a year, things like that. 
Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my name is Adam Hirshhorn. Uh, I own a company, uh, AJH Entertainment. We're located in Marlboro, New Jersey, and um, that's central New Jersey. Uh, there, There is North Jersey, central, and South Jersey, but people say that there's only two, north and south, but we're... <laughs> We're, we're central. I'm, I'm, I, I kind of, you know, battle that every day. So we're central, right smack right in the middle. Um, I would say that within our market um, of DJs um, who do bar and bat mitzvahs in a square mile, you could find probably about seven different companies. Um, so th- it's a very saturated market um, where I am. You have to be different. You have to be uh, unique and you have to have amazing talent. So um, it's something that, you know, we pride ourselves on that we're, you know, I would say, you know, a newer company within, you know, the last uh, 10 to 15 years. But um I, I, I've taken our mitzvahs to a different level and also um, it's just not the performance on the day of, but more of the customer service that we're giving our clients and that really cool boutique style um, and really implement me- implementing the event planner aspect into mitzvah events where your MC, your DJ, your whole crew gives that, you know, um, royal experience for um, our moms, our dads, our bar bat mitzvah, you know, guests of honor. So um, we we just try to do something a little different than being a factory company where we're banging out these parties for less money and, you know, doing, let's say, 15. We're doing less parties for more money and giving a, a total experience. You know, you brought something up and it resonates with me a lot more. Before we went on, we were talking a little bit about uh, – some fitness stuff that I've been working on. I'm really yeah. psyched about. But one of the things actually came through, I, I listen to a lot of audiobooks while I'm online, and I'm finding that that's where you're going to have a lot of success in this industry, no matter what you do. It's not about being a factory and banging it out and just, you know, insert guest of honor's name here. Correct. It's that whole personalized thing that people are really still willing to pay for. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You see a lot of people, you know, advertise personalized service, but um, it's really, you know, I would say sometimes it's just cliche words that people say, oh, personalized service. What is personalized service? Is there a real definition to it? Um, it, There's not. It's more of the do. You know, you have to actually do what you have to do to give that personalized service and that experience. Um, And I feel with our company, we really give that experience and that personalization to every event. And that's what makes us special so um you know and listen it's we advertise it we we brand it that that's how we go with our uh you know our mitzvahs and not just mitzvah events but all events and we feel that it's just the right way to do things and um in 2019 you know i mean uh we're seeing that customer service is finally coming back um and it was dead for a number of years so people are actually learning that hey you know what if you treat your clients right and you do the right thing they're going to come back one after another and we see that a lot with our you know second third fourths of children or you know teens that are having their mitzvahs from their older siblings so uh we're we 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 love that that business on and on and on so it sounds to me like you're using that personalized service to really develop a relationship with the client yeah especially if there are two or three or in some cases, more children. Correct. You can be the go-to company when it's the next child's mitzvah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They're calling you automatically. They're not even thinking twice. 
not even thinking twice. And, you know, we actually uh, help our clients in the planning process where they're so educated in, in the beginning when they pick up the phone for the next child, they're like, okay, I want to do the same package, want to do the same thing. We're cool. Uh, we'll, we'll just meet a month before because we already know you did such a great job for the first. I'm like, okay, great. Easy sale. Done. <laughs> you know, those sales are few and far between sometimes, but the fact that you can bring it to that level with a customer, that's pretty good stuff. Uh, you brought something up. I wanted to bounce back for a second yeah. and ask you, you say that branding plays a big role in this. Can you give us an example of how you brand your events? Um, how do we brand our events? Um, I would say, you know, we, in 2012, um, I performed at the DJ Times. Uh, it was called DJ of the Year, not Entertainer of the Year at that time. Um, and that was when Mike Walter was hosting. Um, I brought out a dance called Give Me Everything Tonight by Pitbull. And I used it and I came in uh, runner-up as best dance and runner-up to Jack Bermeo um, of DJ of the Year. I just missed it by one, you know? And right. um, that, that dance has become a staple for me. So every event that I do, before we do entrances, before we do all the formalities, we do a heavy dance set to warm up the crowd. And everybody knows when they're at an AJH Entertainment event, um, we start off with our family and every the guest of honor on my stage, and we bring everybody out to the dance floor. And we really warm them up with this group interactive dance where it seems choreographed to the T because it's so simple to, to do. And we warm everybody up with that dance and then we go into you know more up, upbeat music and it really creates that family warmness and that whole warmness of the event in the beginning and when people say that they've been to an AJH entertainment event it's not about me it's not about your MC it's not about the dancers it's not about the setup it's about that guest of honor and that family and we really want to create that warmth and that's what they say you know when they really feel that family connection when they're at an AJH entertainment uh, event and that's the reason I started this company because I wanted that 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 wow factor, but also that family interaction and people to feel like, wow, this was the best day ever. That's a pretty good opportunity right there. The fact that you make that connection and create that warmth, nobody else can make that because that's personalized. Absolutely. That's incredible. So let's take a look. You know, we're getting close to the end of 2019. And of course, on this show, part of what we're doing is we're trying to get everybody geared up for 2020. And it's not just through the commercials and the opportunities we have. Mm. It's about trying to set a stage for what's up next. You do a lot of mitzvahs. Where do you see mitzvahs going in 2020? Um, well, the bar about mitzvah market, it definitely is still that large celebration with your traditional formalities, such as a grand entrance, candle lighting, hora, parent dances, toasts. The host and hostess dance, maybe um, you know, we're we're throwing in um, as enhancements or extras, you know, video montages, different games. Um, everything is really the same as it been throughout all the years that mitzvah parties have been done. Um, but you know, today's mitzvahs they're highly branded with specialty logos. 
Um, they've been taking a place of a specific theme. Uh, you can't miss the elaborate centerpieces, the decor, lounge furniture now, novelty gaming such as um, you know Pac-Man stations and foosball tables and ping pong and all different kinds of really cool um, EE and you know along with massive DJ production uh, that includes like video walls and LED staging and um, you know, multimedia displays. So the market has been growing and growing at just as far as the, the production value. Um, so the DJ is not music anymore. We, we've become a full event planning company, um, you know, just educating our clients about the mitzvah events and becoming a one-stop shop offering for all services. Nice. So are there anything, is there anything new that people are asking for when it comes to mitzvahs beyond what you just brought up. I've been seeing a lot up here in the Northeast. The yeah. Four mitzvahs I do personally a year. I've seen a lot of foosball and, and gaming tables and things like that. Is there anything new and upcoming that, that we should keep an eye on? I mean, uh, the photo booths are always evolving as, you know, you go to PBX and all the different kinds of, you know, uh, conventions and you see the things on the show floors. Um, I would say the backdrops and the way that the photo booths are incorporated now are becoming a little bit more, I would say, virtual. They're becoming um, more 3D. You're becoming part of the photo booth. You're creating set design and set pieces with it. Um, you know, the whole incorporating of a theme and a logo. I mean, it's, it's becoming way over the top and, uh, just, I mean, that, that's what it is. You know, um, I, I wouldn't say anything just DJ technology yet is changing because we're always seeing equipment changing, but what really stands out is the talent, you know, and bringing in, you know, different kinds of, uh, talent into the actual mitzvah events, such as, you know, still walkers or LED, <laughs> LED robots or um, um, multi-talents, jugglers, everything like that. So honestly, the bar and bat mitzvah has, is becoming a circus, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so uh, it's, it's becoming really crazy. Um, and you know, the wedding market, people say, wow, you know, weddings are expensive. Go to a bar and bat mitzvah in mm -hmm. you know, New Jersey or, you know, in maybe in your area. And, you know, I, I just think that they're just ever changing as far as people's budget and what they want. And listen, we do lower end mitzvahs, midline mitzvahs and high end mitzvahs. But the whole, I would say, timeline of the event still remains the same. Yep. I see that as well. I see a lot of venues sticking to uh, a certain schedule on how they want to do things. And I think the key to what we do is to be able to be flexible around that. And I'm not going to ruffle a lot of feathers mm -hmm. when I say that, you know, yes, we run the show, but I think a lot of DJs tend to overlook the fact that we're not the only ones being paid that day. Yeah. And we need to be able to accommodate the fact that the client's probably paying in some cases, I don't know, maybe three or four times as much for our services for food. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And yeah. if yeah. you're going to be dead set on your timeline and not factor in the fact that that's a, a consideration, you're doing a disservice to your client and to the venue and possibly costing you referrals. But 
that's a rant that we could continue on for another yeah. day. Yeah. I want to shift gears a little bit because in talking to you, we're not just talking about what to look forward to for mitzvahs. And I think the other thing from your conversation that I think needs to be emphasized is if you don't know in your market where to get some of this stuff, mm-hmm. and you don't have it. You should definitely be checking out networking groups like NACE or ILEA to find the people in your market that have this stuff that would be willing to work with you. And I still find that a lot of people are willing to do it. You just need to go seek them out. I know my market, I, I have a guy that I can go to when I need casinos, when I need a lot of those gaming tables. I have a lot of stuff that I do here in house, but if there's something I need, I have a whole directory. It actually, ironically, resembles the old style Rolodexes. If you remember those, mm-hmm, that big mm-hmm. round Rolodex, I used to have one, and now I actually have taken pictures of it. I have it in Outlook on my computer up in the office because I feel it's so important to be the answer guy. If I can't get it, my my pitch to my clients is real simple. If I don't, if I don't have it, and I can't get it. I'm going to tell you where to get it. Correct. And sometimes you might not be getting a check for that consulting, but there's no better feeling in the world of seeing their entire event coming together and having them appreciate you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So let's shift gears a little bit because we're not just talking about mitzvahs. We're talking about thinking outside the box. And I think that that's important to move forward in our industry. Uh, Earlier this year, you know Jerry Bizzotta from mm-hmm. the DJ Time Circuit. And Jerry and I are talking about the recession and the economy and how that plays a role in our business. And I think one of the key things that we need to remember is to keep thinking outside the box. And you do a lot of outside the box kind of stuff for a year. So a I want to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So um, it, it actually happened five years ago when um, my. Uh, my business partner just in our summer business, but all year round business, um, which has a different name than AJH Entertainment, we have a sister company and that sister company called this Camper Glow. Um, you know, and, and it's actually really funny. I think around that time, five years back, you spoke at DJ Times when you kind of launched your bubble parties, mm-hmm. right? So I was in that seminar and we were developing our program called Camper Glow. At the same time, I was listening to you talk about your bubble parties, and I'm like, hmm, this is actually really interesting um, because it was totally different than what you are doing with bubble parties. Um, and I'm like, I wonder if it's going to work. Um, and we launched, and we were doing them that summer. Um, and some of my guys weren't at the convention due to working at some summer camps. So um, my partner, Alex, and I developed this program called Camp Glow. Essentially what it is, it's a neon black light glow dance party where we um, where we purchased uh, glow paint, neon glow paint, where we paint the kids' faces and we paint you know, their arms and bodies and everything like that. Um, we are not squirting paint at them, so it's more of a non-messy uh, dance. Uh, we incorporate glow-in-the-dark um, tattoos. We incorporate glow-in-the-dark uh, paper prism glasses, where when you look at the lights and all the different kinds of cool things, they give them out like during like the Christmas light shows and everything like that. Have you seen that? Right. Okay, so we branded those glasses. 
which are pretty cheap to get. They're like 10 cents each when you order a bulk order. Um, it has our logo and the Camper Glow logo on there uh, with our phone number and information. So when we're doing a camp um, or we're doing a school, we're giving out those prison glasses and it's like <laughs> a, a business card giveaway right away. Exactly. Um, so we're doing that. And then we're also including glow necklaces. Um, so if the client wants to upgrade any, you know, any more glow items from, you know, Sherman or Oriental Trading or Rhode Island, they can do that. But within our package, we include that DJ, MC, nightclub, um, lighting, black light lighting, um, the DJ setup, as well as, uh, you know, full dance experience. And it's just black light glow in the dark. Um, we've been doing this for five years and we've already um, exceeded, uh, I would say probably about three to 500 events, you know? So, um, and we're not just doing them in the summertime, we're doing it in the wintertime, we're doing it for school dances. We're giving that school dance or that school program a different experience than just having that, I would say the eighth grade effect where you have boys on one side, girls on another side, and it's the most awkward thing. Um, you know, interactive entertainment and giving that mitzvah entertainment where it's high energy to a black light dance and people are loving this. They are thrilled that we're doing this and uh, you know, camps are, it's just a different experience. So we're doing all these different um, glow parties. Um, and then year after year, we've developed all different programs for camps um, and we're incorporating them into schools as well. So we've been going to the NJEA, um, convention in Atlantic City with the booth, the PTA, PTO conventions, and offering all these different extracurricular programs that are different and it's making us extra money rather than um, just doing our mitzvah events, our weddings, or sweet sixteens, our quinceaneras, um, social events, etc. On the weekends, we're also doing these during the week and also on the weekends. So um, it's great because we already own the equipment. Why not use the equipment that we have in all different aspects? And that's one of the key things that we talk about. And we tease the whole weekday wealth thing coming up at Mobile Beat Las Vegas is you own a lot of your gear. And if you're full time, why aren't you out there creating more revenue during the week? And that's so important. You talked about Camper Glow. And I think that that's pretty cool. But tell me a little bit about Wacky Quack duck races uh, yeah so uh so it, it was a creation that was started at a bar um by one of my other uh guys that worked for me um and he has been in the nightclub bar scene for very long uh for a very very long time and it was created just to do a contest for corona <laughs> so okay. uh and what it is is that um created a plastic gutter that you put on a table, um, eight feet long, you put water in it, you make sure that it's balanced on balanced ground so the water doesn't come out of it, and you take rubber duckies and you take a Home Depot squirt bottle and you squirt the duck so it goes to one end of the uh, gutter and then the next person on the other side has to squirt the duck back and it's a duck relay essentially. Um, so with people drinking and you know, uh, with music in the background and squirting ducks, I mean, it was 
the most wacky contest that I saw going on at a bar or nightclub. And I said, well, this definitely could work for kids without the drinking with, <laughs> with, with music. Um, and a great MC kind of being that, um, entertainment to, to be the announcer and announcing like horse races, um, and offer this at summer events. And it also included water. So it was a wacky water activity because a lot of camps have wacky water day, um, to keep the kids hydrated and cool. So we started offering that and, um, it's become a huge thing at all different venues in our New Jersey market, as well as the summer market. So, um, it's become a really, really cool, popular, uh, program i would say oh so sorry i'm listening to you but i'm actually online looking up where to get rubber ducks oh gotcha i'm, I'm sitting there going i i have 10 different ways we can do this yeah 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 absolutely I, I think that is so cool that's pretty good stuff to get people thinking about what am i going to do next year that's going to make me stand out in my market Absolutely. And make sure with those, yeah, with those rubber ducks, they have to be a certain size. They can't be the mini ones. They have to be like the larger midsize ones because okay. you can, and, um, with those ducks, you know, if you're squirting water, water at them, they, and they have to be weighted at the bottom because if you squirt the head, they'll flip over and they'll start to drown, you know? So, uh, so you gotta, you, there, there is a scientific, thing with the ducks and everything you got to make sure you have the right ones and the right score bottles and you have to make sure that the level in the gutter is okay and not unbalanced because what happens if you have somebody else saying oh my the water is pouring out that's unfair so there's so many different things that you have to do i mean we bring a level to level out the tables when we do this at at the uh events so that it, it requires a, a like a gutter how wide of a gutter um, so it's a regular house gutter, believe it or okay. not. Yeah. And then you have to cap them at the end. But um, oh, basically it's one gutter per team. Per team. Correct. Yeah. So usually usually we bring six gutters um, and, and, and it's a relay. So you score it at one end and then there's the other person at the other end squirting back. So um, yeah. So I mean, if you're interested in seeing a video, you can go to our I website. I actually just found yeah. one online, believe it or not, because I Googled that phrase. And your video comes up under uh, videos on Google. Oh, awesome! So kudos on the SEO, by the way. Thank you, thank you. And you know what? It's it's a wacky quacky duck derby, you know, and it's Camper Quest presenting it. And um, I think honestly, we're the, the SEO is pretty good because we're the only people doing this, <laughs> you know. So it's like you've got a brand that's just dedicated to the camps, which is what yeah, you're building now. I, exactly, exactly. It's our fifth year, and um, within this camp program which is called Camper Glow. So we have the Camper Glow program. We have something called Camper Quest. So that's our game show program. So we do an interactive, high energy game show that's visual, but also um, audio as well. Um, we also do the Wacky Quacky Duck races. Um, we also do a mobile escape room. So we built that because escape rooms have become really popular. Huge. So we have a 30 minute escape room and a 60 minute escape room. And it's kind of like in a log cabin uh, scene. So it's really, really awesome. Um, so we wanted to bring that camp feel to the camp with that log cabin camp. Um, so each year we're developing new programs because 
if the camp brings us back year after year for the same program, um, it becomes boring for these kids. So that's why we started to develop all these different programs. So we be as a company, we're always making money at the same camp. So they're bringing us back year after year and not doing the same old program and we don't become stale. Um, so now they bring us back for four to five programs and then they repeat again the next year, you know, from camper. So do camper glow, wacky, quacky game show, um, escape room. Then they run out of the programs. Then they start back up camper glow, escape room, you know, so they switch it up. So we're at these camps year after year. That's and that's leading to more referrals for some of the other stuff. Absolutely. And, and we, and we, and, and just due to these camp programs, um, we also get dance parties. And then we also get the bar and bat mitzvahs during the year because these kids bring all this swag home. They're like, who are these people? So they look us up online and um, the referrals are crazy from the amount of summer business that we get. Folks, Adam's information is going to be in the show notes. Feel free to reach out to him. Check all this stuff out. I hope it inspires you to come up with something great that you can add to your business to make it stand out in 2020. On behalf of all of us at Rob Peters Entertainment and Kim and Madison and even my little dog Brady, we hope you all have a happy and safe Thanksgiving weekend. I'm grateful for all of you for allowing me to be able to come into your lives every week and share some knowledge. And I look forward to doing that again next week right here on the Mobile DJ Business Podcast, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. You've been listening to the Mobile DJ Business Podcast. Give us your ideas for future guests, questions, or topics, or just stay informed about upcoming episodes on our Facebook page or visit www.mobiledjpodcast.biz. The Mobile DJ Business Podcast is a production of Ron Peters Entertainment, all rights reserved.